Are you playing a song? We're getting epic. I'm just going to play some tunes while waiting for everyone to arrive. What's and we'll film, get all the guests up. What's that from? Billy Grimble? Jimmy Grimble? Yo, 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 yo. Hope you like the epic intro. Uh, what's up? How are we doing tonight? Hey, what's going on? Hey, Palmer. How you doing, mate? I'm good, Speaks. How you doing? How's everyone doing? All good, mate. All good. What's good, guys? How you doing? Good. Yo, finally some British yo. people. Oh, fucking hell. I'm always speaking to Americans. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how we have to kick this off today. Let me, let me welcome everyone. 
Uh, my name's Speaks. I'm your host tonight. Uh, this is British Bozos, a place for UK DJs to share what they're working on and connect. Uh, we're, we're properly multi-chain, so we've got folks from Ethereum. We've got some uh, Ethereum Layer 2 tonight. We've got someone uh, working on Immutable. Uh, Solana guys as well. Um, there's going to be more. This is a series. So uh, our next one will be the 29th of December. Uh, we want to keep this rolling. Uh, yeah, let me introduce my co-host uh, for today, uh, Palmer. Do, uh, do you want to just uh, let people know who you are? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Palmer. Uh, you might have seen me around. I've been in the space for about a year now. Um, just degening, just getting as many NFTs as I can. Uh, pretty much it, really. Nice one, mate. And uh, we got some, we got some great speakers lined up. Different people working on different projects. So uh, I think we could just kick off if uh, all the speakers could just. Uh, I'll invite you one by one. Just uh, yeah, introduce yourself. Just say very briefly, elevator pitch, kind of who you are, what you're working on. Uh, let's kick off with uh, Craze because I can see him at the top there. What's up, guys? How you doing? I'm Craze from London. Um, working on ACH Labs, which is my marketing advisory and consultation agency. For Web3 projects and uh, currently just learning how to day trade really. Um, and obviously, I've been I've been in the space for about a year and a half, so I've just been buying a lot of NFTs here and there. Got rugs too many times to even count now, but still here, still moving. So yeah, thank you for having me up here, man. Great to have you, mate. Uh, next up, Tricks. Yo, yeah, I've been rugged this week as well, mate. Twice, um, and yeah, I'm DJ Tricks, uh, UK DJ. And I run the Fearless Bulls at the moment. So we're trying to build the largest NFT fund in Solana. Love it, love it, love it. Um, House of Boxing. Hey, guys. Unfortunately, I have a bad news, which is that I'm not British. I'm Spanish. However, our company is, is in the UK. So hopefully no one is, is disappointed about that. Um, but effectively, um, you know, uh, you know, my name is Joan, founder and CEO of um, Etrolast. Um, we are a Web3 company that's building um, games based on sport and entertainment brands. Um, and House of Boxing is our Web3 platform, um, bringing officially licensed moments into the Web3 space um, and using them as in-game assets within immersive gaming experiences to unlock access, access to real-life experiences and rewards as well. Great to, to be here. Uh, sound effects aside, um, we, you're really welcome to be here. Um, I've got a new toy, so I'm just messing around with it. People have to bear with me tonight. Um, yeah, really welcome to have you. And I think the project is really cool, really interesting. We'll get into that later. Thanks. Um, Bob, tell us who you are. Yo, fellas. Good job he wasn't French after last week. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Bobby. I'm a co-founder of Block Asset. Uh, we set the business up last year, last April. Um, and we've kind of, um, similar to House of Boxing really, but we've kind of gone down the UFC route, um, producing NFTs. And then ultimately the goal is to kind of produce um, tokens for the athletes where fans can unlock, you know, experiences and then also um, commercial, you know, um, if people want to do influencer marketing with them, you know, they can come on and speak to us and we can present like the idea to the athlete and then the like get the influencer marketing that way um, through the tokens. So, yeah. That's us. Nice one. Fox Club? You all right, lads? Hope you're having a good evening. Um, it's nice to hear a bunch of British people, I won't lie. Obviously, like you said, you know, it's just mostly Americans you end up speaking to, but it's nice to have that little corner, you know, every now and then to speak to a bunch of Brits. So I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, we're the Fox Club. We're doing a lifestyle PFP brand with RevShare on Solana. 
um, our utility systems and uh, apparel is obviously what we're going to be focusing on. But I'll get into that, obviously, when we get a little bit further into the show. But I hope everyone's having a fantastic evening. Hey, thanks a lot. Yeah, we're really looking forward to hearing more on that. Uh, who else we got here uh, on my speaker? Oh, Gareth. Gareth has got man flu. But do you want to say hello, Gareth? Uh, hey, how's it going? Uh, yes, been in Solana about 18 months now. I'm a predominantly Web2 JS developer. Um, just picking up bits of Solana dev work and, and, and trying to learn it as I go along. Um, thanks for having me up here. Glad to have you, mate. I won't ask you uh, too many questions just on, on the old man flu, but um, yeah, I really appreciate all your, your input that you can you can chip in. Nice to have you. And we've got Nick up here. He's our, here's, he's our other co-host tonight. Yo, how's it going? Who are you, Nick? Um, I am uh, a designer. Um, people may have seen me from... Um, D beams and brew gods, some of the the kind of uh, D gods adjacent community projects over the last uh, six months or so. I, I worked on on those with some others. So if you can hear me cooking in the background, that's uh, dinner time. Um, that's all right. The other thing you need to know about Nick is that he's a really good cook. Actually, Palmer's a really good cook as well. Um, I'm the only host that's like just not putting in the work right now on that on that we'll, side. We'll we'll teach you. We'll teach you. What what are you cooking, Nick? Um, doing some like uh, uh, random Middle Eastern chicken, chickpeas, broccoli, nice some rice. Yeah, nice, good stuff. All right, so uh, yeah, if you want cooking tips after the show. Obviously, hit up Nick and Palmer. They'll sort you out. Um, I do want to get like into a little bit more detail on, on some of the projects and, and what they're building because, um, yeah, it's just really nice to... I, I know like behind the scenes certain things that people are working on. There's other projects I want to hear a little bit more. Uh, so I thought we'd kick off uh, with the Fearless Bulls uh, with Trix. Um, yeah, Trix, I'm interested just to hear a little bit more about um, kind of your origin story. Like how, how did it all begin? Um, it'd be nice to just kick off with that, really. Oh, definitely, mate. Yeah, yeah. I love talking about this stuff. Uh, I see Quattro's here as well. Always like to see the balls showing up. But yeah, I've been in Solana since, let me see, around about July, August time last year. Um, before that, I was trading uh, like DeFi full time and crypto trading. And yeah, I got the got the opportunity to work for Magic Eden, hosting and presenting and producing the podcast and the the spaces for those guys. That's one of the one of the first hires at Magic Eden uh, back in November, and yeah, shortly after that, I got uh, introduced to somebody who wanted to start an NFT project, and I had quite quite good friends already in Solana from being like super active in the space, so was able to between us put together the the Fearless Balls Club. So it wasn't really my my idea in terms of the the artwork, but I I worked with the artist for the fearless bulls arts to to make it really like full of solana culture and really finesse the artwork we launched 10,000 nfts in january which which went pretty good to be fair the pre-sale sold out in 15 minutes the whole thing sold out in about seven hours and yeah we've been been going yeah geez nearly a year now so very very happy with how the fearless bulls has gone in many ways we've invested um close to thirteen thousand soul 
over the last 10 and a half months in the Solana ecosystem. I think we've done more than most projects to, to try to support the Solana NFT ecosystem. We've um, held and invested in tons of projects, like over 100 projects, built quite a big portfolio, which we still hold today. We launched our own PFP, which you can see, which I'm rocking, which Quattro has as well yeah. in the crowd there. Um, the, the Fearless Balls PFP in October, which is a 5,000-piece collection. Um, and we are, yeah, we're here. We're still building, just, just trying to have fun with the space, support all the builders in the space, like the real builders, and and enjoy what we're doing as well. So, yeah, that's what we're here to do. And, we're yeah, we're doing all sorts of stuff. We're giving back loads of stuff to our holders this week. We've got some some fun games where they we put 700 soul worth of NFTs into a toy machine yesterday that they can use the staking token, the bullish token, to claim. So we're going to be doing a bit more of that this month, giving away some good stuff. Gave gave away like Liberty Square, Trash Pandas, um, Cats on Crack, Stone Apes, all sorts of stuff. And Man, um, you sound like you, you crushed the uh, the launch there and. And and keeping it fun, right? In in the bear market, I do yeah. just want to just want to add like uh, Palmer and Nick. If you want to chip in with questions, or anyone, if you're a speaker, you just raise your hand. If you want to chip in with a question or a comment, uh, co-hosts, just you know, just dive right in. I think Palmer, uh, you unmuted yeah. briefly. Yeah, go on. Yeah, man. yeah. So so uh, you know, uh, tricks. Obviously, I met you in in Lisbon, but you know, because uh, I minted uh, Fearless Balls, that you had. Uh, did you use the same artists as um, SSC? Yeah, yeah, because I see similarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I thought so. The number one project on Solana. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of inc- well, when I saw the artwork, it was quite similar. I mean, not so you could see the inspiration from there as well. So uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I minted as well. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We we heard that you, that Unicrist, the artist, wasn't actually that well paid for Shadowy Supercoder. Uh, he was just given a flat fee, and I don't think he realised quite what a big project it was going to be. So that was one of the first things we wanted to get straight from the start. We were very clear with everybody, with the minters, that the artists would receive five percent of the mint funds, and that's what we did. That was the first, the first person to get paid after we minted was Unicris, and he's he's still here. He shows up every single day in the Discord. He created the the PFP art. He's even lined up a a female artist, a very, very good one to do the Fearless Girl, which will be our final collection next year. Um, but yeah, uh, that's an incredible person. He he just, he's here for the culture as well. It's not not like a cash grab thing. He really loves, loves Solana, like contributes to the culture and to the ecosystem as much as any of us really. Mate, I'm bullish on uh, on creators being paid fairly. So uh, yeah. shout out to you on that. No, that's, that's, that's really important. Like, um, then, creators can get really, really, really bad deal. Yeah, I think so. I've heard some terrible stories about like them agreeing stuff and then not getting it, or you know, just getting getting screwed over in one way or another. So I, th- I think it's important that you, you respect the art form and pay your pay your artists. Absolutely, mate. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. zip around everyone, and um, I'm sure some people have questions for you as well. But I, I did want to just ask, like, um, because there are people from different blockchains here and, and on different L2s and stuff. Um, wh- why did you pick Solana? Uh, I personally, I picked Solana just because I fell in love with the culture in Solana. As soon as I found it, I found DeFi, found trading, loved the Phantom Wallet. The speed was quick. The low gas fees. It just it made sense. Um, 
so yeah for me that was why i just i went all in like all in i moved all in i had uh, quite a good portfolio in ethereum and matic and binance and bitcoin i just sold everything and put it all in solana in october last year and so i was i just decided to specialize and become a maxi um which is yeah, it's a bit of a weird weird approach not every, some people say to diversify but i've found more value in being a real specialist and that's what we did with the fund as well all of our all of our holdings are solana or solana like spl tokens or solana nfts like mostly nfts um so we, we find edge in specialism i think nice one no i love that um you know obviously you know i love my solana i've got my solana nft uh rocking it today um let's uh let's hear a little bit from uh from etalast um, House of uh, House of Box. I know I know you rugged briefly. Are you back? Are you with us? Yeah, exactly. So basically, so a bit of background on how everything came up and everything. So um, on my side, you know, I'm uh, a, an engineer, but been working um, all all my life uh, in finance, like in the in the dark side. I would say the centralized dark dark side. Um, until I, I, fed, I was fed up and basically joining the, the video game industry. Um, and and basically there I became kind of the blockchain gaming um, expert within the company I was working on. Um, and and we got backing from one of the VCs uh, in London back in August of last year and decided to jump into the space. Um, and with the idea to basically create Web3 um, worlds where most of the global sports that are very fragmented such as you know boxing or you know uh golf or rugby or tennis um could be could could be consolidated into one single ecosystem and use the um web three rights of you know players or moments um of of footage um of all these like different ips um into into um into very holistic product right where we understand you know nfts and and not as a product really, uh, but as an a technology, right? So um, basically we, we always have a gaming component um, in the back of it. And so in that regard, bo- boxing is not different, right? So House of Boxing comes with the ethos of, you know, of solving a problem as well of the boxing ecosystem, which is that, you know, boxing has literally the second largest um, digital audience from sports in globally, right? But there is no digital hub within boxing, right? So you think about boxing, you just think about some fights here and there during the year, um, but there is not a cohesive place where boxing fans, promoters, boxers can actually come together and share the sport in a very kind of cohesive um, way. We understand as well that fans, there are always like three types of fans. So it's collectors, number one, gamers, number two, and third parties like experiential fans, right? So people that like to um, go to the fights to watch them and meeting with the, with the players and be in contact with the sport more in a physical way. And so in that regard, we use moments of all these different fights. So um, all by partnering with promoters. Um, so some of the largest promoters, we have started with Queensberry, but we are onboarding already like some of the largest promoters globally in, in boxing. And so Queensbury is the first one, but the idea is to roll up as many as possible within House of Boxing. And same with boxers, right? To roll up as many boxers as possible to get super engaged within the platform. 
And then once that's done, effectively each moment is it's used as a key to access experiences, in both in the gaming ecosystem and in the um, experience, ex real life experiences. Um, and so in that regard, within the gaming ecosystem, we're developing two different games. So one, which is a predictive game, almost like a fantasy gaming experience, but in boxing. So across all global fights that are happening on a weekly basis, people will be able to bet who are going to be the winners of each one of the fights that happen globally. And based on that as well, you could power up each one of the bets that you put with your own moments, right? So, um, and, and in that regard, you will have a leaderboard and depending on who gets in first places, you will be unlocking rewards in the form of um, moments, Ethereum, and so on. No? And then on top of that, we're developing a mobile PvP game where you will have your own avatar and you will be able to power up your avatar with um, the moments that you own as well, right? That's from the gaming side. And then to finish, like from my experiential side, each one of the moments, depending on whether it's common, gold, diamond, or obsidian, it gives you access to experiences such as, you know, um, raffle, raffle to tickets to matches um, or to fights, um, allocation of VIP um, experiences, meets and greets, AMAs with athletes or Discord kind of private channels, right? So it's kind of a very like focused around like um, athletes and getting to be more connected with the um, entire boxing ecosystem. That sounds great. There's there's so much going in there. I just wanna I just wanna unpack some bits. So first, just from a licensing perspective, because maybe not everyone um, knows the boxing world as as well as um, as you. Um, so it says you're you're li licensed by Frank Warren, obviously Queensbury Promotions. Could you let people know what kind of boxers that Frank's uh, promoted before, just so just to give people an idea? Yeah. So it's super interesting. Literally, we have been able to get our hands around the entire archive of Frank Warren, Frank Warren Queensbury which goes back to the times of Mike Tyson, Ricky Hatton, Prince Hasim, like all the boxers that you have, you have seen Frank Warren promoting, promoting the last, you know, 30 plus years. That's what we have in our roster, right? So we have all the legends that you could imagine in the UK boxing um, space in history, right? Um, and so we have been able to get that through um, directly licensing all the footage that Frank Warren owns from an archive perspective. But not only we are owning that kind of past um, piece of that promotion, but as well, the next five years, every single fight that will happen in the Frank Warren ecosystem will be as well obtaining the, lic the license to all those fights that will happen um, uh, on a yearly basis for the next five years, right? So, you know, you just need to look at the 2023 like calendar in boxing. Just, just to get super excited with Tyson Fury and Uzik and Joe Joyce and all these amazing boxers coming together to fight each other. Yeah, that, that licensing deal is, is crazy. It's, it's really exciting. I had a look on your website um, on the moments. So the NFTs, uh, they've got the, the these clips of different moments and, and the fact that you've got these guys in your roster is really great. And um, later, Bob uh, from As uh, Block Asset is going to talk. So you guys are kind of doing similar things in terms of NFTs um, related to athlete moments and experiences and access to different things it's slightly different but be interesting to, to hear uh, your, your your opinion on, on what each other's building and and um, different areas for growth in that space because I think it is an it's exciting space Palmer are you going to chip in mate uh, no no I was just going to say funny thing uh, I went to primary school with uh, Joe Joyce which is totally random but yeah 
Amazing. Pretty mad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, in, uh, in Putney, yeah, it's crazy. We, 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 I met him like a couple of, uh, of weeks ago when in the Fury fight, um, and as well as like, his last fight that he did up against Parker. And he looks like, in the exterior, he looks like he's like a super, like, you know, um, I don't know, like tough guy and so on because yeah. he's, a, he's a massive guy. But he's, he's huge, yeah. A, but he's such a, like, a teddy bear, man. He's such yeah, a yeah. Guy. <laughs> he's such a nice guy. Yeah, for sure, man. And I did, I, I did have a question though about, um, and I'm sure people have some questions later. We'll, we'll have like a wider discussion in a bit. But um, yeah, tell me more about uh, Immutable X. So your your the platform is you're building on a Ethereum layer two, Immutable X. There's a lot of uh, gaming products on there. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So basically, literally, when we founded the company, after five days, literally, we had like a global partnership with Immutable, um, just because, you know, we we understand the space in the same way where we under, we, we go always as fun first, right? And how we can bring value and utility to the users, right? And so um, we, we understand the space in the same, exactly the same um, way, even like last, last year, like with the entire bull run and everything, things were getting like out of hand, um, but we remain very like, um, um, very, very sticky to immutable um, uh, just because we, we had we we knew that they had like strong fundamentals in that regard, you know? and so we are. They are not only our strategic partners, where basically we're onboarding brands to their ecosystem through these games that we are building in the sporting ecosystem, but as well they are investors of Everlast, um, and they support us from a gaming side and as well from a technological perspective. You know? So we have a very close kind of relationship in that regard. So it's not just like a blockchain we're building on top of it's like a like literally like a holistic um, strategic partnership that we have with them um and so they support us and that's where we bring all these like experiences to their ecosystem um and the fact that they are onboarding so many games with like illuvium they have the gamestop kind of saga as well partnering with immutable they have immortal game um they have amazing games being built within their ecosystem that means that um, their entire um, order book literally is shared across their ecosystem, right? So compared to other L2s, which you have like um, single order books per platform, in the compar- in, in comparison with Mutable, literally the entire order book is shared, right? So it becomes like a massive liquid um, ecosystem where you have users, which are gamers really, that are enjoying enjoying and trading all these in-game assets across entire ecosystem, right? Where there's a lot of user-generated content as well being built around Immutable. So um, yeah, it's super exciting um, working with them. Yeah, it's really nice to hear more about um, Immutable, to be honest. I'm gonna definitely going to check that out because um, I think there's so much innovation going on and uh, a lot of funding and development in, in web-free gaming in general. Um, so that's that's really cool to to check out, and it's good to hear from you. And um, we definitely, um, I'm sure people have questions for you. But I did want to just um, uh, give a little reminder uh, for British bozos uh, that this is a series we're gonna we're gonna keep running this. Uh, it's recorded as well if you if you if you've missed some bits, so you'll be able to go back for that. And um, the next one will be the 29th of December. And if you can uh, at the top there, you can see I've pinned it there. Um, the Americans like to call it the Jumbotron. I think we need to think of a, a British name personally. <laughs> um, but if you can, if you can just uh, retweet out that um, Spaces link, uh, drop a comment, drop some questions for the for the guests. Let's uh, let's uh, let other people know about these great British builders that we've got. 
Uh, we want to support British bozos for sure. Um, but um, let's move on to, if you can do that, to support the thing, that's great. Uh, but let's move on. Uh, we've got another a sports-themed uh, project. We've got Bob here, Bob the Wizard, uh, the legendary Bob, who, uh, who got um, Wayne involved in, into Utes. Um, tell us a bit more about how, how Block Asset got started. Yeah, okay. So um, it was, I think, last uh, January 2021, um, Francis Ngannou released an NFT with uh, Boss Logic, and it was pretty cool. Like, but it, I mean, it's it sold for like half a million dollars, and at the time, I think NFTs were really new. I think like Gary V was like the only person going on about them. So, I mean, being from Liverpool, obviously, it's quite a it's quite a sporty city, and we got good links to athletes. So, like, we got links to like Wayne Rooney, Darren Till, uh, Tony Bellew, Stephen Gerrard, just like basically anyone that's done well in sport in Liverpool, we've kind of got good links to. So, um, Darren Till at the time was, you know, quite a cult figure in the UFC. He was like, hold the whole raw dog thing. And, um, <laughs> he, I think he had like 2.5 million followers on Instagram at that time. It's been, he's been removed now and he's got a new one, but, um, he was fighting in the summer of, 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 uh, 2021. And we just decided like, you know, we've been involved in crypto for a couple of years. Um, and we just thought we'll just like put our skills together with like our, relationships and just basically do an nft for darren and see see where it takes us and we actually were built on zillica at first um we're quite good friends with a guy in london called ollie bell who runs x academy uh, which is like tokenizing youtubers so he's got like ksi signed to his platform um so we went on zillica but um we had an opportunity for, um, from bt sport to do an auction for the Euros because obviously it was the Euros that year because it got delayed because the pandemic. So Zillica didn't have an auction feature and we were kind of looking around blockchains and um, we got, at the time, Solana obviously wasn't very big. I think it was like $6 at the time or something. And um, we got on the phone with Austin from Solana and Stephen Hess who now runs Metaplex and they were actually on a yacht in um, in the bitcoin the bitcoin like festival <laughs> um and they got on the phone to us and they were like yeah there's this thing called metaplex coming out it's got an auction feature and we were like okay sounds good so anyway the bt sport thing didn't end up happening um just for you know loads of reasons but Giorgio keely and his team messaged us and was like hey we want to do a drop um Giorgio's captain of italy you know they've got a good chance of winning the euros you know would you be up for it so so yeah, so that was our first mint. We'd done Giorgio Chiellini and when he played England, um, you know, when Italy played England in the final, it was, it was quite torn to be honest because it was like, do you want England to win for like our set, like, you know, for the nation or do you want like Italy to win for the business? So it was kind of win-win really. So when, <laughs> when Saka missed his pen, I wasn't, I was, you know, I, I wasn't that bothered. So anyway, the next day, the, the NFT went up for sale and it sold at the time for like, I think it was 2100 sol which was like $65,000. Um and then yeah and then kind of from there it just it just kind of spiraled and um and then we'd done like our legends mint in November so that was like five athletes from five different sports Wayne Rooney, Jonah Lomu, Alexander Ovechkin, uh, Muhammad Ali and um uh, who's the last guy? Um god I can't remember. I'm just driving. <laughs> um and yeah and um we done that on Times Square we we got the biggest billboard. It sold out in like ten minutes, and um, and yeah, and we're just we're just constantly building. You know, we're trying to build out a platform for athlete tokenization, um, which will be pretty similar to Football Index in England. I know that didn't pan out the best, but 
I think that's because it was managed poorly. To be honest, it was actually like a really good idea. So we're kind of going to do that for UFC fighters. Um, eventually, you know, move into different sports, but we just kind of want to get like a proof of concept with the UFC. Um, and then also, you know, there's loads of other opportunities. You know, we're speaking to major organisations to do pretty similar to what House of Boxing are doing. So you've got like the moments. Um, you know, we 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 can build games for brands and organisations and. Yeah, the kind of the world's our oyster, really, but we just, you know, we want to nail down the concept with the UFC, and then we kind of think, you know, we can branch out to, you know, different organisations, no, no problem. Mate, it's uh, the the roster's crazy on that one as well. Um, yeah, I really loved all the different drops. It's funny, like um, I, I didn't realise the Solana thing happened like that. It sounds kind of like Wolf of Wall Street situation. They're partying yeah. on the yacht. The phone call happens at the right time. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean. I mean, at the time, it was kind of like, yeah, Solana's sick, you know, SBF is the boy. <laughs> but, like, obviously, that doesn't turn out too well. Yeah, yeah. we can't mention his name here. Um, yeah. The, he, he, he who should not be named. Uh, he can't be named. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Gareth's got his hand up. Go ahead, Mark Gareth. Yeah, yeah just, just interested to, uh, and this goes to any of the speakers, really, to hear um, what people's thoughts are without going into too much you know, discussion about SPF and all that. I like the vibe in Solana at the moment. It doesn't feel like, from a developer point of view, it's changed. Still the same platform, but just obviously, you guys are, are building businesses on top of it. Just to, interested to hear your thoughts on, like, how you see the future of it in the next, you know, twelve months. Obviously, nobody knows. Even twelve months is a long time in in the NFT world, um, and that would go to to bob at the moment but anybody else as well feel free to to chip in yeah i mean you know I, you know obviously i i think the whole um sbf thing came at like an kind of a, an unfortunate time but also a good time for probably the solana ecosystem because you know everybody had just been to breakpoint at lisbon and i think people that went to that you know couldn't couldn't have come away more bullish so you know it's probably the best thing that's happened to the space um that you know he's you know going to be behind bars and stuff like that and he's out the ecosystem and i think you know that's hopefully the last you know i'm sure it won't be the last thing but bad things happening in in the crypto space but you know that's obviously a major a major event and it's good to you know it's good to have flushed it out and then i think you know start you know with the new year coming and i think 2023 is going to be a good year hopefully you know the bear market will kind of ease off and you know the world will kind of start getting back to normal but you know i guess we'll see on that yeah yeah so you still feel good hundred percent yeah you know where i'm in a i'm in like the solana ecosystem group where it's just like all you know all, all all developers and fellow founders and then i'm also in another group um asymmetric asymmetric are kind of a, a vc fund run by joe mccann and he's got all his projects in there to invest with the, um who he's invested with and you know the 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 amount of you know products that people are building you know how how can you not be bullish on you know crypto and then you know solana as well yeah yeah totally I mean, that's my main reason for coming to Solana was just I found it an easy transition um, from, you know, from doing Web2 stuff, whereas some of the other, you know, some of the other blockchains weren't as easy. Um, I've been to one hack house and like the vibe there is just amazing. It's like the early days. I'm quite an old bugger. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's, it's got the old, um, you know, 1990s web. Feel yeah. to it of people just helping each other out and um, and helping build in the space. So I don't yeah. think it's going anywhere. It's just interesting to hear like has has the mood changed with within businesses that are building on it. Yeah, 
I think also, you know, going into the new year, I think it'd be great if kind of, I know a couple of guys have mentioned it already, but like the UK scene and, you know, the European scene kind of, you know, obviously I feel like America kind of dominates the, the Twitter space. So I think it'd be good if all of us could try and, you know, all ra- keep rallying together and, you know, just make it as big as we can because we can't let them have all the uh, have all the fun. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, fed, I'm, I'm fed up of hearing, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Cheers. Absolutely. Like, um, I think... Like, because I work in, in social strategy and, and, and the community side of things for a marketing agency, web free marketing agency, like I'm, I'm always facing that. And even as just a holder of projects, like, um, you know, even Twitter spaces themselves are always at like really crazy times. Um, you know, like some of the biggest spaces, like the Utes one is happening at like 3 a.m. UK time. Like, it's just crazy. Like, um, and web free is, is, a, is a global thing. Uh, and we, we want to see, you know, um, kind of different different time zones are being catered for and this is kind of why um, I kickstarted British Bozos but there's a lot of work to do I think in, in that space and hopefully um, you know we can we can get together support each other I know as well I just want to shout out um, NFT UK uh, m- mainly Ethereum guys from from what I can see but they're doing some good in real life events um, I need to get along to that uh, for sure but um, I think it's uh, Mila uh, who's an NFT artist herself um, who organizes that she does a great job of that um, and uh, and I actually I actually met a lot of the guys in this space um, for the first time, um, and in, in, in loads of group chats I'm in now from from my first um, London uh, Solana Hacker House. And it's just stuff like that that um, it really helps connect people. Bob, it's really great to to hear from you and your, and your project. We're gonna zip round. I'll definitely get back to you with some more questions because I love what you're doing. Um, I do want to hear from Craze. Um, Craze, uh, tell us uh, tell people what you're building, what you're up to at the moment. Sure, man. How's it going? Um, thank you guys for having me up here. Uh, it's funny you guys are talking about sport and everything. So I'm a boxer in real life. I've boxed my whole life. Uh, so I find that stuff really interesting. Um, I'm building ATH Labs, which is a uh, Web3 marketing consultation advisory agency. So we basically work with Web3 projects, uh, predominantly NFT projects, but we can work with uh, any Web3 projects, really. Um, and, you know, we help them reach their goals through marketing and advisory um so little little background on me i'm 19 years old i'm from london been in the crypto space for around two years now a year and a half for crypto um i ran an smma which is a social media marketing agency um i ran that and worked with different influencers so i sort of built up a network of influencers through that um i then went and ran a few e-commerce stores as well tried out e-commerce and, and amazon fba um and then because i was 17 at the time my stores ended up getting shut down because i was underage um but then obviously yeah, i got into crypto um and the, yeah the reason i got into crypto and nfts and stuff was because obviously you could do it when you were 17 so i was 17 when i started um met a mentor and he told me to get into solana nfts and ever since i've just stayed with solana you know i've sort of ventured into ethereum and and a few different nfts you know near as well and obviously when aptos came out i was in that a little bit um but for the most part i'm in solana nfts um stayed in it basically since the beginning um so yeah, yeah, like I say, what I'm building is ATH Labs. Um, right now, we only have a few clients on board because obviously we're in a bear market and we're trying to keep our clientele sort of the best we can have because um, it's very hard to sell out any any project. Um, but yeah, mate, so great to hear your story and and, and really cool. You know, um, uh, it's, it's 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 amazing. Like, it's, it's sad, you know, you're kind of limited a little bit by 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 your age by other people, and that, that's kind of sad. But then you've been catapulted into the crypto world and actually there's 
those opportunities for you to grow and flourish there. So that's super cool to hear your story, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, like I say, one of the main reasons I got into crypto was because I was 17 at the time and I was always looking for ways to make money online. And I think it was one of the only ways to make money online at 17, really, apart from obviously, you know, reselling clothes and stuff, which is something that I did for a while. Uh, and then, yeah, sort of made my first decent profit on Solana NFTs and just just stayed consistent with it and went from there, really. Uh, you know, I think because uh, you've already, you said you did, uh, you've, you've, you've networked, so you've got that network now. So when the bull does come, or even before that, at least you can make use of that. So I think that's going to be a big benefit for you when, when we get to that stage. Yeah, that's the plan. I think um, right now my main plan is just prepare for the next bull market. And uh, I'm learning how to day trade with my mentor at the moment. Um, really lucky to have him as a mentor. He's an ex-quant uh, trader. So trading with him all day, every day at the moment, that's the main thing I'm focusing on. Um, and then, yeah, obviously ATH Labs as well with our clients, uh, working with them. Um, and yeah, I guess, yeah, the networking is really important for, for you know, being successful. And I think just one of my main focuses is just building my network as much as possible. Um, which is what I've done with obviously LeaderStyle as well. I forgot to say I'm also the founder of LeaderStyle, uh, which is a private Twitter group with 75 sort of quote-unquote leaders in the ecosystem. You know, we've got um, Raj, the co-founder of Solana in there, we've got HGE, we've got OK Bears founder, Kais, um, a few other big founders in there. So that's a sort of another way I, I like to leverage my network. Well, do you know what? At your age, doing that shit, that that is very bullish. Like, that's quite an achievement, I have to say. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I think um, that's the thing. A lot of people, especially in in the UK, my age, just go out clubbing, go go to festivals and stuff, but never really appealed to me. I think, especially after COVID, um, that was sort of a time when I was trying to find ways to make money online because obviously we were just sitting at home all day, and I wanted to sort of do something with my life. And uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know, sort of fell in love with crypto and just stuck with it. Mate, that's great. And you know something that's uh, sticking out for me as well? Um, maybe like last question before we zip around to the next person. Like how did the the mentorship um, happen? Was it just like organic or did you seek that out? Because for me, um, like if I was in your shoes, that that just seems like such a wise and golden move to do, you know, having someone um, yeah. to, to help you in those next steps. Yeah, so I've had multiple mentors, like, when I first ever got into crypto, I had a mentor and I met him through a friend. Um, and I basically said to him, because I've been into the gym and obviously I, I box and stuff and I train. Um, I said to him, um, I can do you online training because I ran an online training business for a little bit. I was like, I can do you free online training um, and tell you exactly what you need to do if you just get me into crypto. And he was like, yeah, sure. And um, so, yeah, I just give him online training plans, tell him what to eat, everything. Um, and he had a personal chef so i just told the chef what to make basically um and in return he was just helping me getting into crypto and nfts and stuff and then um the second mentor who's now obviously my trading mentor uh, his name's sasha tang uh, i saw him in there earlier i don't think he's in there anymore but um it's funny because uh i've been learning trading for about a year just over a year now and uh, i was never really getting anywhere with it and um i just i was in this random networking group called the circle it was just some nft group um and for some reason i just i didn't say in any other group i just said it in that group does anyone know how to do technical analysis in this group and that was one of the only nft groups he was in and he replied being like yeah let's hop on a call one time and i'll just explain the basics to you and um we i think we just sort of clicked from there and he just 
stayed stayed with me and now we trade every day he's got a little group going where it's three or four of us and literally he's on the calls all day every day because all he does any day is just trading anyway so he might as well just be on a call and speak to people um and yeah i don't have to do anything in return for him he just does it for free free of charge it's just really nice guy i think it's sort of because he's made it in life and he believes in karma and he wants good karma for his children so he sort of teaches other people how to trade in return and um yeah completely changed my life knowing him um and yeah really enjoying trading at the moment mate that's such a wholesome story um i'm so bullish on people helping other people like like it's not it's not been quite as dramatic for me but um coming into solana um i've definitely had like some amazing people support me and help me and nick nick was one of them um uk d gods have been amazing in terms of like teaching me about crypto and bear markets and all of that you know like because they got the og history uh, and i was a bit more fresh i came from kind of creative media side so yeah bullish on that bullish on people working together and everything and definitely want to hear more of your story in a bit or you know feel free to jump in with some more questions in a little bit sure thank you man i appreciate it and yeah like i said i'm really lucky to have met him because i was seeking out a mentor for ages and the one time i'm not really going all at it trying to seek out a mentor i find one um so i think yeah with, with mentors i think the most important thing is just offering them some sort of value in return because most of them don't really have too much time luckily i was able to find sasha um but but yeah in the past obviously like with my old mentor i had to give him training plans and stuff so yeah if there's anything if you if anyone in here is looking for a mentor just think of something that you can offer in return for the mentorship love that love that and i love that we somehow like got like this crazy boxing connection going on at the moment um with some yeah. of the people in the group yeah for yeah, sure crazy <laughs> Yeah, I've boxed my whole life, so big fan of it. Just watched the Tyson Fury fight the other day when it was on, so I was hyped about that. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I've got uh, I've got the Fox Club up next uh, to share share what they're up to. All right, guys. Uh, it's been nice, obviously, hearing everyone's projects and what they're looking to build and stuff. You know, I'm massively bullish on UK people dominating this space. I think we're some of the hardest working people in the entire space. So as soon as people, obviously, you know, get get switched on towards that. They're going to spend a little bit more time in the EU time zones. We're not going to see those 3 a.m. spaces as commonly. They're going to want those UK people turning up, those UK people engaging, etc. We got the jokes. We got the banter. We're, we're enjoyable and stuff. But yeah, we're, we're the Fox Club. Uh, we're a lifestyle rev share PFP brand that's coming to Solana. We're currently minting at the moment. And um, we're providing a multitude of things. But I always like to start off with the art because I think the art is such an important thing in regards to whenever you're building anything, especially in NFTs, because that circle that you can see right now, everyone representing, etc., that is one of the most premium advertising spaces in the entire Web3 ecosystem, like by far. If you can get a good amount of that market share and get as many people using those PFPs as possible, then you're obviously going to get as many eyes on the project as possible going, oh, what are you actually building, etc. So we spent a lot of time and a lot of effort analyzing projects and what's worked in the ecosystem over the past year, what traits are collectible, um, what color palettes work together, what color palettes people generally actually use on Twitter, and what color palettes actually work on Twitter for brandability. Meshed all that together with a multitude of designs and got obviously what we've uh, brought out now with our foxes. And um, one of the foxes is in the chat right now. You can see Sloppy Johnny's representing right now one of the gold foxes. Absolutely appreciate that. Um, and yeah. As, as you uh, you can see from 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 his art, we've gone for a brandable style that's all PG and everything's going to be brandable. So there's no uh, offensive traits or anything like that. Everything is just, you know, 
completely brandable and can be used for pretty much anything. So now, obviously, when you understand what we've done with the art and you think the art's kind of cool, you're thinking, okay, what are these actually going to do for me? Because we're in NFTs right now and we're looking at collectibles and trading cards that can actually d dance and do, you know, the nine mile thing for you. So there's got to be something else there. There's got to be some meat to the bone. So we're going to obviously provide two main prongs of attack for what we're looking to provide. And the first prong of attack for us is our development team and our development systems. Uh, we currently have a live system already available before Mint, which is the DGen toy machine from Hydra. Uh, we own the white label for that as well. But the difference between us and most projects is we're providing rev share on that model. So any profits generated from the toy machine, um, we'll be splitting the profits 50-50 and I'll be going into the royalty wallet, which will be split you know, with all the holders. So there's obviously going to be a, you know, a nice influx of uh, generalized revenue coming in as we see more and more people using that machine. But we're also looking to build our own machines as well. We're also looking to provide our own value. And through this, um, myself, uh, I'm Cyronica. I've been a community manager in Solana for the past nine and a half months. I've worked for projects such, such as uh, the Orcs, Bunnies and Homies, Snuggle Squad. So I've been involved with projects and, and systems and stuff and seen all, how all the back end works and built relationships and partnerships with some of the best people in the space. And we've uh, ended up getting a good collaboration with uh, Bamboo. I built a really good relationship with those guys. They're the people that have built Soul City Poker Club, Soul Bucky's NFT, Age of Sam, and a few others as well. They've done all the back-end systems for these projects. Um, and we're, they're obviously going to be building our systems. And we're also going to be able to sell those systems as software to other projects as well. And the first system we're looking to provide is going to re-revolutionize the raffling game. Um, because we see the raffling game right now as, it's, you know, one person wins. Not a lot of people have fun. Um, there's no gamified element to it. Um, we see that player choice could be incorporated into these things to actually make it a lot more fun. Um, and we're building a system like this that's going to be available. And it's going to be available at a good price point for projects. And they're also going to be able to make ROI off the machine. So overall, it's going to be a good investment for the project, the holder, and the generalized community. And that's what we've aimed for with this system and any other systems that we look to provide in perpetuity as well. So uh, having a reputable development team helps us amazingly. Um, they're, they're all from the US as well, uh, but they're all like night owls. So they're perfect for me because I'm up at 7 a.m. every morning in, in my DMs uh, with the devs, obviously, going over what they've done for the night before, etc. So it's a perfect like working relationship in regards to I'm normally most optimal in the mornings because I'm a really morning guy. You know, it's weird with the current NFT space, but I, if I don't feel like I've done something by the, you know, 12, you know, middle of the day, I feel like I've missed out on opportunities. So I'm always looking to, you know, grind in the morning and put that extra work in, et cetera. Um, but yeah, development, definitely, obviously something that's amazing. And then for anyone who was in the UK Bears chat the other day, obviously when I was uh, uh, giving a little bit of information, they'll see what obviously we're looking to provide with the next part, which is our di designer apparel. Um, we are very lucky in regards to my business partner being from America, having um, a full business that's already established and everything in, in the States, and they provide apparel um, to a lot of different um, people, IRL, Web2, and they've also done the entire e-commerce store for G Degenerate Ape Academy. Um, and now all that clothing is actually being showcased in Solana spaces as well. And this is all done by my business partner. It um, had about 30, 35 years in, in the entire uh, space, him and his family in, in, in juxtaposition for the entire thing. He does this part better than me. This is his wheelhouse. I'm just going to say that. Um, but he is providing some of the best designer level apparel in the space, right? 
and we're going to be able to get that at a really good price and for obviously us beginning at a really good price we're looking to change the game entirely in regards to the design quality so we're going to be providing it to the generalized community at a good price and then if you are actually staking our nfts and earning our token you're going to be able to buy discount codes to get the uh, the, the products at cost so ultimately if you are in our ecosystem you're going to be getting designer level clothing at cost and um, we're going to be showing some information we've sent out some packages to some influencers so you'll see that on twitter over the next couple of days people representing the merchandise etc but the main thing that we've gone for with our merchandise is it ain't going to look like nft merch you'll be able to go out in this every single day and you'll feel like super premium designer quality and you'll, you'll you won't stand out in a crowd people won't be bag watching you etc people will be looking oh no that's just really nice where did you get that from and then from there our entire experience with that e-commerce side of the portal, you won't even feel like it's an NFT system that you're purchasing from. It'll just feel like a designer quality brand that you're purchasing from. You'll go through that entire system and all the profits that we're generating will go to increasing the amount of merchandise that we can purchase in, you know, in perpetuity. But any profits that we are generating that we're not using will be going straight into Web3 because we want to be providing as much money into the Web3 ecosystem as possible. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks, Speaks. Um, and yeah, if you've got any, any questions in regards to what we're trying to provide, et cetera, feel free. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, um, I'm really bullish on on like those those teams that are all bringing those different skills and, and connections and networks. So like just as you were saying that, like, I just wanted to know. Um, so so the, the guy with the connections with the merch and doing all the things in Solana spaces, you know, obviously brings a great utility to, to the project. But I'm just interested, like, how did you how did you meet? For sure. So I was actually a CM and then I ended up being promoted to director of Bunnies and Homies. And that's a completely different conversation, but the founder wasn't active, etc. So I was ended up running the entire business for him. Um, and I ended up, uh, we were obviously looking for options. Well, I say we, I was looking for options to obviously expand the business, you know, give people an extra reason to invest, etc. Because there was a lot of capital there available, but he wasn't doing anything with it. So I was trying to give him options to, to do things. And I ran into to Casper through um, an initial part, uh, start point at Snuggle Squad. And ironically, we started a little bit hazy in the conversation, but then we added each other. Um, and we realized that we're both just as hungry as each other in this space. Um, and he showed, obviously, all the stuff that he's looking to do and what he's provided already for Degenerate Ape Academy, etc. And he was like, our rates are going to be, you know, one of the best in the ecosystem. So if you're interested, we can sort this out for bunnies and homies. And I was like, yes, 100%. I'm interested. Let's, let, you know, let's talk numbers. Let's get in. The numbers were absolutely amazing. I couldn't believe it, how good the numbers were in regards to the quality that was coming through my door. So I was like, yeah, let's get this sorted. Got him in contact with um, Derek, the founder. Um, obviously, put him into that conversation. Got everything together, all the stuff together, all the, mo the mock-ups, everything, right? Um, we announced, obviously, we're all coming. And then he just stopped replying in the conversation, just, you know, aired it all out. And this was obviously a common occurrence for me in, in that entire job situation. And it's been my common occurrence with a lot of the projects that I've been in. The founder hasn't been hungry enough to want to actually go out there and get it every single day. And I think you've got to have that in you mm. to do well yeah. in this space. Um, Definitely, man. I, I think that that's what, we, what I've personally got. 
So being able to use, you know, all of the connections that I've seen built and, you know, manifested over the past nine months, putting it all together in a nice little bow with somebody who's willing to work for it, who thinks that, you know, he thinks and believes that he is the hungriest person in the room and he's going to prove it every single day. Uh, I, I just think that obviously putting all that together puts me in one of uh, puts us in one of the most optimal uh, positions, you know, to be one of the leaders in the market in twelve months from now. Absolutely, man, and it's just really cool to hear hear from you as well. Like, you know, actually, obviously, we're in the UK Bears chat, but it's different when you hear people's voices, right? I can hear the passion, I can hear, you know, the hard work, and uh, that's really bullish for other people listening as you're launching. You know, all the all that passion and uh, dedication to what you're doing, like. You know, like your holders should feel, and your future holders, you know, should feel should feel comfortable about that because you know that they know you're going to work really, really hard. And um, before I get to Jay Shep's hand, I am going to get to you. Just one minute. I uh, just want to remind people that this uh, space is recorded, so maybe people jumped in at uh, different times. Maybe they've maybe they've missed some of the great British founders and and team members. Um, yeah, de- make sure you listen back to that, send it out to people. But uh, go ahead to the the jumbotron there. And a um, pin to the top there, the, the spaces link, retweet that out, drop a, just drop a comment or a question for one of the speakers. Uh, Palmer, are you going to say something, mate? Oh, no, no, I'm just saying we've got some uh, OGs here. We've got the Thugbirds uh, creator here, Birdbon. I think Jay Shep wanted to ask a question. But uh, the Foxes Club, I have been chatting to you on Discord about the uh, merch and stuff. So is it the X-Large stuff that you're doing with um, DJ Apes? The X large stuff. Sorry, we're doing everything. The uh, the hoodies, the t shirts, the hats, everything. That's all done, designed, cut and sewn by us. So is that your your partner? It's their family business. They basically do all the merch kind of side of it, or how does yeah. that work? Yeah. So last last year, um, they came to my business partner with about six weeks initially with the initial order and then the initial order got confirmed about three and a half weeks before christmas and they wanted eleven thousand units dropped before christmas and he got the entire order put out to them the before christmas and now of it um he specifically said to him eleven thousand units would be a lot for the initial purchase but that initial eleven thousand units they're still sat on now and they're still selling it in salama space etc but we're still seeing constant positive feedback on social media in regards to the quality of that. And obviously, you know, all the specific the specific people that have got decent followings that are always sharing the Degenerate Ape Academy merch. And we're now obviously saying, you know, this is obviously coming through us and what we're looking to provide. So if you guys are interested, if you're looking for this level for your NFT project, we're going to be able to do that for any NFT project as well. Yeah, I think it's, I think merch is, uh, really important because uh, people will see the merch, it'll, it'll get them curious. And the thing is, there's a lot of shit merch out there. I'm not going to name any anyone, but there's a lot of shit merch. And and you, we pay, we we put a lot of money, we invest a lot of money into projects. So I I, I kind of feel disrespected when I get like a, a shitty hoodie or a shitty t-shirt or whatever. Um, so it, it's glad I, I'm glad to see that people are making high quality merchandise because otherwise it's just anyone can outsource um merch anyone can do that it's like this this has got to be something extra extra special so i'm glad you guys are doing that i just want to say quickly let's just go to to jay chep because um i did say that i'll go to them next yeah i appreciate it um yeah so i have two questions for you first and foremost i i 
passion uh, behind what you're what you're building and and I just want to thank you for having this space of course Parma thank you as well and Nick um, but yeah two questions for you Fox um, first question just because um, whenever it comes to merch something that Parma highlighted on was the fact that a lot of merch tends to be pretty shitty and um, I don't know if you if you guys created the first um, round of hoodies and, and, and um, you know clothing for DJ Ape Academy but I was at the Solana Embassy um, launch party talking with Vigo and a bunch of guys and uh, Nikki Nikki was there and you know I kind of grilled him in person on the uh, on the quality of the merch and you know I just want to verify if you guys were the ones who created the first round of clothing um, because that 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 material and I'm big on on merchandise so that material was cheapest market find it was not um, you know it wasn't in-house fabric it wasn't sourced in, in, in you know quality areas it was just you know cheapest market find when they designed it so I was just curious if you guys actually created the first round of clothing or if you guys are the second team that they are now working with that has the highest quality um, you know you know just highest quality fabrics available um, because they did their due diligence to find a quality team so I was just curious are you guys the first team or the second team I don't know the time zone in regards to the, the when the first team's merchandise came out. All I know is the merchandise that we specifically provided is in Solana spaces right now being sold by the team. So if that is the current active stuff that they're using, that they're actually selling right now, then yes, that's us. But I don't know the time frame in regards to what came out first for Degenerate Ape Academy because that side specifically isn't what I've done. That's not obviously my background. Okay, thank you for your honesty and, and you know, just being direct. So, um, second question for you. Do you know if you guys are using in-house fabric or if you guys are outsourcing for your fabric? How, you know, what, what's, what's your process for, um, you know, just, just in, in, you know, just ensuring the quality of the fabric you guys are using? What is your process? Yeah, for sure. So I know certain things are sourced in the USA and I know certain things are sourced overseas. In regards to what specific is for either thing, the best thing you can specifically do, Chef, is come in the Discord and tag Casper. He's the he's my co-founder. He will answer absolutely everything that you want to ask in regards to the specifics, the quality, everything. He will go over everything for you. I just can't give you the specific details because that's not my wheelhouse and I don't want to say anything and obviously get it wrong. So the best thing for you to do in regards to those specific things is to either come in the Discord or possibly come into our space. It's going to be happening shortly and we answer any and every questions there and my business partner's normally there as well. As well. So you've obviously got that opportunity. Okay. I appreciate that. Um, what time is your space? And um, if I, the, the, the reason why I'm asking these questions is because in this space, too many people are kind of getting shafted by by working with teams and not actually verifying product beforehand. You know, before they decide to move forward. And I think that there's just a better route to doing certain things. And um, if you guys have quality, you know, it's not something that just I am looking for. I know that it's something that a lot of teams are looking for. So. Um, you know, that's pretty much why I'm asking. Um, so, yeah, I'll definitely jump on your space. I just need to know what time the space is. Yeah, for sure. The space is in 20 minutes. So obviously feel free to jump in. Um, we will also, like I, like I said, you might not have been here when I said it, but we have already sent out product 
to specific influencers in the space so they can obviously review it and put it out and show people that it is real quality. I am sat in one of the hoodies right now and it is comfortable. I really like it. The quality is nice and heavy. Everything's in, you know, in top quality. It's just not a Fox Club one. It's a different uh, different style one at the moment. Um, my Fox Club one will be here by Monday and I'll be doing a, a, a video advertisement myself when it does come as well. So um, we're obviously, we've got that product going out there before the entire mint goes out. So you'll actually get, you know, uh, references from people that are going to be completely unbiased. Sorry, I just wanted to jump in, uh, bro. So are you giving out the merch as part of your project or, or how will it work? Do you have to buy the... Well, the... Hold, hold, hold on, sorry, Palmer. How about yeah. we, we, we shift all of the... Uh the merch talk to uh the fox club space in in 20 minutes and we can uh get get a shift on yeah 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe move on a little bit yeah how was that how was the food though nick how was the food I, I i've i've been finished for ages and uh we're still talking about hoodies so okay fair enough fair enough let's talk about coffee inspector nick in the house no we're not speaking about coffee yet sorry nick <laughs> <laughs> i love nick but it's not his turn um, no, it's Supersite. They're doing something really interesting. Uh, Supersite. Do you want to give us like the elevator pitch of what you're doing? Hey, yeah. So I'm Jay. I'm part of the team. There are three of us here who are main, the main founders of the project. We're essentially looking at analytics across data analytics across the whole space. And uh, even on more advanced chains, like let's say Ethereum, it's still really hard to get your data. So for June, you have to know how to code. But 99% of people don't know how to code. For Nansen, there's a sea of data, right? There's so much data, you don't necessarily know what to do with it. And the way we see the space going, especially with the recent FTX crash, is especially if you're new to the space, you feel like you're bombarded with so much information. I mean, I still feel like that. I've been in this space for a good while, right? And you don't know what to do. You don't know where to get the insights from. Who do you believe? The news is wrong, like, There've been reports of the block being wrong, right? Um, the news is wrong, and then you've got influencers. So, like, where's the right information? We want it to be super easy to verify things for yourself, not necessarily have to agree with unverified opinions. And the goal is initially we'll start with a drag and drop uh, dashboard kind of system you use to visualize data. You use to kind of create graphs, visualize data. Um, and then eventually we're going to make a search engine. So let me give you a few examples of what you could search, right? It will be anything because you're looking at blockchain data. So you can technically, technically ask anything, but we'll be different in a few ways. Firstly, it's the no code aspect. Secondly, most places it's really hard to ask two questions. So wait, who sold both board apes or who bought both board apes and CryptoPunks early on or who sold them at a high profit level? right? Who sold both of them? And you have a scatter graph and at the top end of the scatter graph, you can see who did both, right? Otherwise, you'd have to download that kind of CSV data, uh, look at it in complex detail. We want you to be able to answer, uh, uh, ask those kind of complex and or all questions uh, very, very easily and visualizing them in graph form. Um, right now, we're going through like a bootcamp program in the UK through, through uh, a place called Antler. It's one of the fastest growing VCs. Uh, in the world right now, uh, we initially plan to kind of look at move chains and also move to then go on to uh, produce stuff on uh, EVM too. 
was sui aptos, whilst there's hype, whilst there's, you know, no real great analytics plays on there. We can help projects, right? So we want to have projects and retail. So on the retail side, you might ask the questions like I just mentioned, like who sold both board apes and crypto funds, or you could have even asked, hey, you might you might have searched FTX withdrawal activity. And a few days before, by the way, the, the crash happened, the withdrawal activity was high. So if someone was looking and retail was sharing that around, they probably could have figured it out themselves. On the project side, you might ask like, hey, what's going on within the within the um, uh, within a competitor space? Who's interacting with that project? What kind of users are there? All those sorts of questions. You're essentially still only pulling blockchain data, right? But making that easy, digestible, digestible, being able to visualize it. That's what we're trying to do. I said a lot there, but I hope you guys get a bit of an idea of what we're trying to do. Easy visualization of blockchain data and being able to ask any question that you have in a few clicks. Hey, I love that. I love that. Because right now it's, it's, it's not easy to access blockchain data. You've got all sorts of tools and stuff that I appreciate people are building out. Um, but I guess you're making it super simple, you know, natural uh, language commands, you know, who who did this, who did what. I think that's that's going to be really useful as, as crypto gets wider adopted. Yeah, I mean, even thank you very much, man. Even in the Web2 world, right, there are quite a few analytics places here in, in crypto right now. But even in the Web2 world, right, you've got age old problems. You've got like PowerPoints, but then there's still people winning. Canvas still is created as even simpler, even easier. That's not even a technical problem that you're facing, right? It's just it's just PowerPoints. Canva comes along and there's like pitch.com and there's still huge companies that get built on it. So UX, UI, making it way, way, way easier for people is still going to be a long-term challenge. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was speaking to a developer friend about that. I know that, uh, yeah, using GPT-3 AI stuff. Um, yeah, by the way, because like not everyone will know the in and outs of like AI and stuff. Could you... Could you give like a layman's like really simple explanation of of what's happening there of, of what it is because I, I don't like talking in jargon and i think you probably be able to explain it in a much clearer way than me sure which part would you like a bit of an explanation on just um just what what is gpt3 so for anyone who doesn't know because that's kind of you know you're, you're putting yourself out there's weird gpt3 blockchain search what is that for for, for the layman and and how is that going to be helpful for them Sure. So I know, I know it's it's essentially it's it's the next generation of kind of search engine, right? So it can scour the whole blockchain. It learns from that, and as people ask questions, it also learns from it whether people are getting the right types of answer from the questions they're asking, and also what type of questions are they asking. And then essentially, it produces like a bit of an opinionated response to what you're asking, and it can answer nearly anything that you ask. Right? You might be able to you might ask about meal plans, right? This is general GPT-3, but you might ask about meal plans and then you can break that down further and further until you've created your own kind of meal plan, seven-day seven day meal plan. Uh, but essentially, it's, it's the next gen generation of Google. It kind of learns within itself. It makes itself way better as more and more people use it. Um, that's a really, really simple explanation. But then the, the application of that can be used across the board, right? So you're training something that as people search, it becomes way, way, way smarter and it gives them the exact, on exact answers that they need. Thanks for that. I think that's really helpful. And if, if, if people want to dive into that a little bit more, go into OpenAI, play around with the chatbot there. You've probably seen people posting all sorts of funny stuff from there. But I found that like a really useful uh, beginning point uh, just to play around to understand what's going on. And I think people are starting to write a little bit as well. Really helpful intro guides to that stuff. Um, what, what, um, what chain did you say you were building on? 
initially move chain, so we'll be looking at Aptos SUI to gain that initial uh, traction, and then we'll move on to uh, EVM chains. Great stuff. And uh, how, how did it, I, I, sorry if you said it at the beginning, how, how did it all begin for you guys? Like, was, what was the moment that really kicked off the idea? Yeah, that's a great question. So initially, we were looking at a range of other ideas uh, in our program, right? We were looking at content generation within the space. We were looking at, like, marketing, advertising in the space. Um, but then those ideas we weren't really too sure about. And then we, we went through so many ideas together. But some of our backgrounds, right, we were trading slash investing in the space. All of us have done a bit of that. And we were like, hey, what did we really find hard during that time? And we were talking about how there's still a, such a difficulty to get the data that you want, right? Um, you have to kind of rely on other people or sometimes we had those complex and questions, right? Like who bought this crypto and that crypto, that NFT, even the like the new ones that started so we could copy trade or do something like that. We couldn't really find those answers, but we didn't just want to create like another copy trading tool or something along those lines. We, we were like, what's the next layer above that that will overtake everything? potentially, right, if we can make it right. And that was essentially that any question that you ask relating to the blockchain, if we can answer that within, like, initially a few clicks and then one click, well, that will probably kill a lot of other tools out there and we'd be the ones that serve everyone's needs. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about um, those those combinations using trained AI um, with blockchain data. But it, it does feel like a slightly, like, longer-term play. What If people are, like, following your project in terms of development, what can what can people expect in terms of you know, maybe little tasters of the tool and and your kind of timeframes that you're looking at? Yeah, so that's a great question. Thank you, man. Um, initially, we'll be focusing on on actually helping projects, right? Especially in those newer ecosystems, we'll be helping them creating analytics for them so they can show those off to their users. And we'll also be looking at what users really want on those chains, like maybe the top twenty things they kind of want answered, and we'll produce dashboards for those. And then over time, we'll be creating a dashboard system so you can drag and drop. And then that maybe take like six months. That'll be six months down the line, right? We'll be like have a more sophisticated drag and drop system. Then we'll use that by, by knowing what people kind of are searching uh, on our platform. We'll use that to train our kind of search engine feature. And then another six months down the line, there should be something along those lines coming out. And we'll move across chains. And the goal is to be on somewhere like Ethereum, right? Ethereum, Solana, the bigger chains. Uh, we'll start off smaller to get to gain quick traction and learn from our mistakes. I love that. So starting out with a kind of B2B route. Um, and, and, and if uh, projects are interested in that initial tooling, how can they get in touch with you or like explore that? Thank you. Yeah. So just follow us on Twitter. Uh, feel free to DM us. Uh, and yeah, we'd love to have a chat with you guys for sure. Love it, love it. I'm sure people have uh, questions for you in just in a bit. I did want to get to to crops and, and and Nick, if you want to chat about coffee after that as well, because that, that's kind of exciting. You can maybe just drop a little thing in there. Um, I want to say if you in the audience listening um, and you, if you've got a question or a comment you want to make um, for, for one of the speakers, then feel free to request now and Palmer will have a look at those and, and start to bring people up for questions and stuff. Um, and uh, we'll do hands as well, like if speakers, if you've got any questions for anyone. Who's, um, who's, who's new, hasn't spoken yet, um, stick your hand up. Um, I do want to get to Crops. Uh, just give us a little elevator pitch, and then afterwards we'll go to hands. Yo, what's good, boys? Bro, first UK space I've been in. Crazy. Although we do have a fucking off on the stage. Jay Shep, bro. Come on, man. Do you not read the title? 
But um, yeah, nah, like currently, um, actually, wait. So been in Solana for like 15 months. Um, started like September 2021. Kind of just traded my way up. Um, got involved in the community. Uh, went to my first hacker house in May. Um, that was, I think it was May. When was the London hacker house, bro? Yeah, that was May. Yeah, yeah, around that time. It was time. In May. Yeah. I thought it was June. June, June 14th. Yeah, maybe it was, it was June. June 14th or some shit, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was really specific. You're like, it might be June, but definitely maybe June 14th. It, it, it was June 14th, bro. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I, I was supposed to go, but I, I aired it. I stayed in Portugal instead, but... But yeah, yeah like, that was, that was my first time going to, like, this crypto IRL shit and... Bro, like that just accelerated my like motivation to like grind in this space. Like, it's good like being on spaces and shit, but you don't really get like the full sense of the energy until you're like actually there. And I mean, a lot of people have already said it, but like, Breakpoint was fucking amazing. Like, tricks. We didn't get the chance how, to like. How did I not there, see you there? It was so good though, right? It was bro, so cool to see every. So many people out there, and bro, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, like the networking opportunities were crazy. I think I'd say like the best event I went to was the Boogle one. Like the, the people there was just it was crazy, man. But um, yeah. So talking about that event, I actually met um Jacob, who is the CEO of Clutchy, which is a marketplace on Sui. Um, started chatting to him. He gave me the the pitch, and I kind of like kind of fell in love with the marketplace. Like it was crazy. Um, so I've been doing business development and head of strategic partners for them um for the last like month or so so yeah that's what i'm currently working on um it's been a grind but i i'd say like the best part of it is bro i'm talking to like four to five projects at least every day um who want to launch on sui and some of the shit they're building Yo, yo, did he rug? Rugged. Yo, bro. I, 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 <laughs> that was a that was a long pause. I was like, I thought I thought I rugged. I heard a, like a clip. I got muted, bro. Yo, I... yo, who muted crops? <laughs> ah, it's about to get a bit violent here. Nah, but um, yeah, that basically. Um... Let's get ready to rumble. All right, who muted crops? Let's go. Uh, do you know what? I'll, I'll be honest. I think that might have been me by accident, total accident. Like, I've had a few beers. I'm so sorry, crops. I'm so sorry. Like, I just pressed. I don't even know what I was doing. That's my bad. My bad. I apologize. Rugged. Rugged on spaces, bro. <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. Shit. Carry on. Carry on, bro. Nah, that's basically it. I can't remember exactly where I got to, but yeah. Uh, no, no, I, I remember it was like it was a kind of Solana fairy tale, right? Because it was like you got to meet uh, your your boss at um, the Solana Solana conference, and and you know it all came together, and you're really enjoying it. And I just like those natural things, right? You meeting people at these conferences and stuff, and stuff, and things come together. I know loads of people have got hired through um, through Breakpoint, uh, through Hacker House, and stuff like that. I think that's super cool. Um, are you like are you like a Solana uh, a Solana like lover? Or you could just like broadly change because you know you're doing the stuff with Sui. Um, how are you feeling about blockchains at the moment? Are you kind of you just happily like 
multi chain or where you're bro, at? Bro, I actually started on Soul, and I'm not gonna lie, like mainly Soul, yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I was kind of like someone opened my eyes in um in Lisbon, and they were kind of saying like, don't marry your first chain. Like, it's so easy to get burnt if you just marry like your first bag. So I'm just like trying to keep an open mind and yeah, not close myself off to anything. Yeah, the reason I asked is because we're in the UK Bears chat, right? So then in my head, I've got you down as like a hardcore Solana Maxi and then you're telling me all about Sweet. But I think that's really healthy, right? And even when I was planning this space, I was just, I, was, I made a really concerted effort to make sure I get as many different people from different chains and ecosystems, right? Because like multi-chain is the future. I love Solana. I, I think Solana is going to be a great long-term play for projects on there. But there's so many other chains doing great stuff as well and we want to include them. And I want to I want to get the best out of those as well. Speaks, you're, you're right, because it doesn't matter what chain you're in, it's Web3. And, like, if we all win, like, it, it, it's a combined effort, like, regardless of chain, like, because it's Web3 that we're trying to promote, not a specific chain. Unless someone from the Solana Foundation happens to hear this recording and you would like to sponsor this space, my DMs are open. <laughs> Or sweet for that matter, you know. Um, I've got a price. I'm not gonna lie. Crops, <laughs> hook me up. Hook me up with a sweet founder. Thank you. Uh, again, apologies, crops. That was totally me. Listen, I had a couple of beers. It, it really Bro, fucked me good, up. You're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Is coming on, Nick? Are you coming on, Nick? You still cooking? No, I'm making making a cup of tea now. Tea is oh, not wow. on brand, Nick. You're a coffee guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> mi mi mixing it up. I don't know how much I can say about coffee right now. Just, just to, to, a teaser to of alpha. Teaser of alpha. Um, uh, maybe very soon you'll be able to get some mediocre coffee. Is it when you say mediocre? Is it just going to be like just you know okay coffee? Yeah, okay. Just okay. Just okay. That right. sounds okay to me. Yeah, I think we'll just leave it there, you know. People can read into that what they like. Um... <laughs> oh, is this the coffee thing? I think I've seen this coffee thing, actually. I think I might have been looking at that yesterday. No, you didn't. It's a different yeah. one. Hey. Yeah, I, I, do, I do coffee as well. I love coffee, man. I, that's where I make a lot, of, uh, a lot of my monthly income from is coffee store. Um, so oh really? Yeah, really, yeah. Run, run one of the biggest online coffee stores in the UK. DJ uh, Tricks should, is is someone else. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm super interested in it, man. I definitely see massive opportunity in Web three, and there's other people that have done it. Obviously, D Beans, and yeah, there's been quite that's a few Nick. Friends. Yeah, you know, you know, D Beans is Nick, right? Oh. That that is Nick. Yeah, Nick Nick is the guy. <laughs> Let, let me let me do Nick's part. Hi, my name's Nick. Um, uh, yeah, I'm OK Bear Holder. Also, um, was a big guy in the D-Gods community. I basically uh, created uh, every business possible under D-Brand. Um, so you can have D-Socks, D-Underwear, uh, D-Mortgage. Uh, but my biggest, my biggest uh, success was uh, D-Beans. And we sourced some great quality beans and shipped them out to uh, our D-God holders. And there were personalized coffee packs, different flavor profiles. And it was really good fun. There was a little bit of an issue, you know, in terms of pricing. What do we do with dust and things like that? Variations in the token price. But um, it was really good. And I'm looking to do that again in other collections. Thank you. Gee. Also, I did Deep Brew as well. 
Dirty Brew. That yeah, no, that, that no, was a nice on. one as well. Nick, Nick is an entrepreneur. To be fair, like yeah, yeah, I love it. This is this is the way. Just, this is where entrepreneurs come to. Hustling. Opportunities are here for hustlers in Web three. He's a humble guy, though. That that's the best thing about it. He's he's humble. Um, and and you wouldn't know it from hearing him, but Palmer is is probably one of the older members. Um, oh shit! In the space. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually quite old, to be fair, yeah. I'm like the granddad of you guys, so like it's kind of sad to be fair. Um but but Trix, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide in your DMs and we can talk coffee because uh there there's probably some good connections to be had there. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I love it, man. I do I do everything for that coffee brand and yeah, it's it's gone pretty good so far. We're looking to looking to double it in size the the coffee link next year. And yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot. It's, there's so much to once you like you drink a cup of coffee to start with, and you just think, oh, it's just coffee, and then you realise there's so much to it. There's all different, different types, roast uh, profiles, and the the coffee comes from so many different places. And yeah, it's, it's super interesting once you get into the depths of coffee, coffee connoisseur life. Um, Mate, I, I know Nick, and Nick is a proper connoisseur. You, sh- you two should hang out. You can, you can talk about latte art and uh, yeah, and, and you know and what, it's textured milk, americanos yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's a great business because <laughs> like, everyone will always need coffee. It's not like a, it's not like a trend. It's just something which will always be um, like required in this in this world. So I think it's a, it's, a, it's a good business. I like to be in businesses like that that are just gonna be around forever, regardless of the economy. I mean, Coffee's I'm bullish on this. That's it, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm bullish on you guys, and I'm it's really good to see people connecting as well through the space. Um, I'm hoping that other people do that. Maybe they've heard other speakers, um, and they want to connect and everything. If you do wanna, if you do wanna speak, if you wanna jump up and ask any uh, final questions or make any final comments, we're gonna start to, to start to wrap this up. Um, so do request or uh, raise your hand if there's anything else you wanted to you wanted to add or jump in with anything. But it was good that um, definitely good that Nick can drop in the little alpha there. And connect with DJ Tricks, and I learned something about DJ Tricks today, man. You're a man of man of many talents there. Um, oh, I love yeah, it. We just scratch the surface. We're gonna have to keep doing these. This is a, it's a good oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, it's much it, better than the four AM. Do you know he, He's such a nice guy as well because I I met him at the DAA party or Magic Eden party, and he was just I didn't even know that he was the guy that had fearless balls. Like he's just so humble. It was he's did, he's did a you great not see guy the horns? as well. Did you not see the horns? Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he hid them. Yeah. But um, great guy. Like, I was just had a great time with him. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was one of my favorite events, actually. That DAA party was good, man. Yeah. That, that was a sick party. Yeah. yeah. Not going to lie. Big shout out as well to all the UK DJs listening. Um, see, I see walking audience from UK Bears, most most Solar as well, uh, sporting the, the lovely Drake there. We've got Burrito. We've got Walker. Zedrosh. Walker's here. Walker's here, yeah. I don't Columbi- speak. Colombian. Colombian. Yeah, Walker, do you want to speak? Colombian. Uh, J-, J Ship's got the hand up. We'll go to J Ship and uh, and then I think I'm going to wrap it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to say a shout out to me for being the only American here. You know, you know, just, just put it on for the gang. But, yo, you know, I fuck with the British people. Fuck with the UK people. I love you. Yo, we got the co-sign for an American. I think that's a great place to end. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And no, I appreciate you, Jay Shep. This is British Bozos. We're highlighting 
uh, the best and worst maybe <laughs> of what Britain has to offer and people uh, I, I love it I love it and uh, it's been great to connect with so many people we're going to keep it going as well so uh, because I just spent loads of money on this kit right and I, I just can't do it once otherwise you know what I'm going to tell my wife so we're going to do it again um, uh, the next date is the 29th of December definitely doing that uh, we same time Thursday 8pm if you've enjoyed it if this space then and send that out uh, to let people hear the recording and get connected um, make sure you follow the speakers um, uh, that have been speaking today and catch up with people. Uh, that would be a great thing to do so you can stay connected. But next one, 29th of December, 8 p.m. UTC. Um, and yeah, um, just keep vibing. Uh, we've got a little uh, outro track to go out to so you can listen to the music and just vibe um, towards the end there. Uh, Palmer, did you want to yeah, say any sweet. closing words? I know this has been a pleasure. Like, it's nice to have UK peeps here. Um, we had a, a couple of US people as well. Do you know what? It's all about connecting and this has been a great space speaks. I uh, appreciate you you creating this space because it brings people together and that's what it's about. Web3 is about bringing people together and, and it's strength in numbers, man, because we need to make, we need to onboard as many people as we can and the more people we get together, the stronger we get. So thank you, Speaks. Thank you, Nick. Well, and all the speakers as well. All right, let's play Thank some you. tunes. Thank you all. Oh, yeah. Someone said she was 